Hello, everyone. This is your host, Susan Rosen, and welcome to Healthy Tips After 50. And my guest today is here on a dual purpose. One is to tell us about his product and, and the work that he's been doing. And the, uh, the other part is that he's got a really exciting summit coming up, having to do with um, health and growing old. <laughs> and doing that from a from a good point of view <laughs> and not not a negative point of view which is growing gets old gracefully of... at thank a minimum you. yeah <clears throat> thank you thank you exactly exactly i was going to say growing old gets a bad rap so i think uh, i think it does yeah yeah and we'll talk yeah. about that cuz i i i yeah. share with people results from my molecule and and they mm -hmm. give me responses that I'm not anticipating. So we, we can dive into that. Wow. Okay. Okay. That sounds good. That sounds good. So, um, okay. Why don't you, um, now that we started that, why don't you, I'm going to throw it back over to you and, and let you explain um, what you, what your My Vital C, which you can see behind you, um, is. <laughs> there you go. Yeah. And so how it can help everybody. Yeah. So, uh, I, I mean, really, and, and, and here to talk about the book, right? Live longer and better. Yes. Uh, I yes. love the byline. Your journey to living longer and better has never been more achievable than today. And so, <laughs> yeah, right. It, we're close. Um, that's exciting. Uh, I, yeah. Really, really exciting. And, and what I get mm -hmm. to do on a daily basis, adding more information into my own brain and then turning that information into either a book or a longevity summit or um, uh -huh. a podcast or whatever it is that I'm doing um, is, is extremely exciting. And everything I'm about to share is actually in the book. Uh, it's really my journey from, Hey, why did I want to become an entrepreneur? Which is kind of interesting. What were the decisions that I made to become an entrepreneur? How were those decisions actually kind of circumvented? Uh, they didn't happen the way that I had them planned. Um, and they happened, you know, one could argue in a better way than the way that I had planned. Um, they usually do. Yeah. 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 Whatever, whatever happens. Don't mean, don't mean to interrupt you, but you know, I mean, yeah. they usually do. No, yeah. I, I agree. So uh, really what we're talking about, and I'm, I'm holding a molecule. And if you're just listening, don't worry. Think about a soccer ball where the lines on the soccer ball represent the bonds between the carbon atoms. So you have a spherical molecule of 60 carbon atoms, and this is a molecule of 60 carbon atoms. And it was discovered in 1985 here in Houston. That's why where I'm based at Rice University, uh, very prestigious university. Uh, um, yeah. And the three scientists who discovered it actually went on to win a Nobel Prize for their discovery. So actually, wow. they, they discovered it in 85, won the Nobel Prize in 96. So a short 11 years from discovery to mm -hmm. being awarded the Nobel Prize. The molecule's amazing. I describe it as uh, performing as well or better than the current best material in almost every application. So it makes wow. better inks, better tires, better batteries, better photocells. And this is where people start to get nervous because they're like, I thought we were talking about a health supplement. I didn't think we were talking about batteries, tires, photocells. In fact, I never ever think about, hey, that car battery over there, what components of that car battery should I be consuming right. on a daily basis, right? So this makes people nervous. 
<laughs> make you a little more nervous before we get into the good side, right? Okay. Because of different shapes on the exterior of the soccer ball-shaped molecule, they thought that the molecule would be toxic. So they put it in a toxicity study. By the way, my lab provided the materials and my lab is mentioned in that peer-reviewed published research. All and right. instead of being toxic, the test subjects that they gave it to, really the test subjects that they gave my vital C to, lived 90% longer than the control group. Wow. So that's the single, yeah, wow. It's the single longest longevity experimental result in history <gasps> on peer-reviewed published research. That's the kind of research that you'd want to, you know, hang your yeah. hat on. Hey, this oh, is yeah. something I want to try. It's peer-reviewed published research. Yeah. So uh, amazing result. And that shot me in the direction, really kind of changed me from being a happy-go-lucky carbon nanomaterial scientist, which I am still, to getting into a health supplement industry that really my business partner and I weren't very interested in getting in, right? They're, they're very different businesses. Like I, I deliver uh, this molecule, right? This soccer ball-shaped molecule to a research institute, you know, in California, and they have the equipment and they have the staff and they have the know-how to confirm that I ship to them what I promised I was going to ship to them. Mm -hmm. It's very different than the supplement industry, the health supplement industry, where I ship products or other people ship products. And there's no testing, right? There's no verification. And in fact, when we were debating whether we wanted to get into this industry, I found a peer-reviewed published paper that said 50% of the supplements that particular researcher had tested off of the market did not have in them what they said they had in them, right? So there's just a lot of concerns in the supplement yes. space. And my business partner yeah. and I really tried not to get into the supplement space. Really what pushed us into the supplement space is our customers ultimately, right? Um, a guy with a big YouTube following who started talking about all the benefits he was getting, taking the product on a daily basis. Oh. And then our phone just started ringing 10 times a day. So <clears throat> I bet. <laughs> yeah. And that's what ultimately brought the product to market. Now I'm going to share, there's a, a number of instances in my life where I would have said, hey, here's where you're going to be in a certain amount of time. And I would have said, no, that's not yeah, going to happen. I right? don't think so. Yeah. I think one of them was I'm in college. I'm studying mechanical engineer to be an entrepreneur. And I think if you had said, hey, you're going to be a carbon nanomaterial scientist, I like to call myself a happy-go-lucky carbon nanomaterial scientist uh, in three years, I probably would have said no. I mean, I would have been open to the possibility, but no, I don't know how I'm getting from my class today and knowing my business partner to us actually starting a business and delivering this Nobel Prize. Ultimately, remember, we were manufacturing yeah. it before the Nobel Prize was even awarded. So we're uh -huh. delivering this Nobel Prize winning carbon molecule. Uh, so that would be one instance. I think another would be, and this probably goes back a lot closer to seven, eight years ago, if you had said, hey, you are going to be in the health supplement business. Uh, you're going <laughs> to yeah, right. still be a happy-go-lucky carbon nanomaterial scientist, mm -hmm. but you're going to be in the health supplement business and you're going to be well on your way to becoming a longevity expert. I would have said, uh -huh. no, that's not that's probably not going to happen because I didn't see how I would get from there to here. Uh, and then right. the next is as part of becoming a longevity expert to have written a book, right? I wasn't, I don't really write, right? I, I, I participate in the blogs for our business. I participate mm -hmm. in the marketing content for our business and mm -hmm. the descriptions on the website. Um, but I definitely don't fancy myself a writer. Mm 
I, I also knew that at some point it became clear to me that I was going to write a book um, mm -hmm. or at least engage somebody to help me write a book mm -hmm. because I've always felt as I'm, as I'm accumulating knowledge, there's two reasons to share that knowledge. The first one is for the sake of sharing, right? Like I've done this, I've done this research, I've dug in deeper than most people will and want to, <laughs> and I should share that information. And the other mm -hmm. one is actually significantly more selfish, which is I believe when I share information, when I train people the information that I know, that's when I cement that knowledge in my head. So you actually really, Absolutely. right, when you teach it. And so I, agree. I knew I was going to write a book. It was kind of pandemic time. I reached out. Uh, There's a, a really famous uh, <clears throat> book called Lifespan, Why We Age <clears throat> and Why We Don't Have To by Dr. David Sinclair. Oh. Amazing. Oh, book. Okay. And he uh, he's actually a Harvard medical researcher. So not a physician, but a, a medical researcher uh -huh. with 25 years of experience in the longevity space. Uh, wow. It's amazing work. The book is amazing. I couldn't recommend Lifespan more. That's the name of the book. I reached I out to his. That yeah, that's a great book. I reached out to his co-author, uh, who is Matt LaPlante. I'm like, hey, you know, do you have any hmm. time in your schedule? I'm thinking about writing a book in the similar space. Um, and he got back to me. He's like, no, I'm, I'm too busy. I don't have opportunity. So I knew I was going to write a book. I knew I needed a uh -huh. co-author trying to figure uh -huh. out how to find one. And then one day I find myself on the phone with a Dr. Jerome Corsi. He loves our product. He's seen a lot of my videos out there. And so we're having this really cool conversation about all the benefits he's getting on the product and and like he really wants to facilitate moving it forward. But it was one of those conversations where I'm like, I don't, I don't know what's going to come out of this conversation. Like, I don't know exactly why we're having the conversation. And then I Googled him, right? So I did a quick little search, Dr. Jerome Corsi. And it turns out he's a two-time number one New York Times bestseller. Now, oh. to be a New York Times bestseller is an immensely impressive accomplishment. To be a two-time New York yeah. number one bestseller is just off the charts. And so in my kind of little mind, I was like, oh, that's why I'm talking to him. He's going to be my co-author. And sure oh enough, my God. we chat about it. And he's like, it makes sense for what he's trying to accomplish. It makes sense for what I'm trying uh, to accomplish. And so off we go writing the book. And I, I've got to be honest. Uh -huh. Again, I told you I'm not, I don't fancy myself a writer. I thought what was going to happen is he's watched a lot of videos. He's going to interview me. And then he's going to write a book. And then he's going to send it to me no. going, that's a great book. We no. should publish it. And then we're off and running. And our first meeting, you're exactly right. Uh, our first meeting, he was like, Chris, I need you to write your story down. And I was like, I guess I'm writing a book. So I wrote down my story in bits and pieces and the way that I would tell the story. Um, and, and ultimately what's in, write the book, live longer and better. He cleaned it up immensely like it's just uh so much better his prose is so much better but he mm. did give me a really nice compliment which was he likes how i write he likes what i write about he likes okay. that you know it's a it's kind of a self-deprecating i talk about you know falling asleep behind the wheel nobody got hurt including myself and uh -huh. more importantly others but yeah. that adventure you know an explosion yeah. at our manufacturing plant we talk about yeah, how yeah, we yeah. almost had our facility at the University of Houston campus. We talked about writing a business plan and how that business plan, really nothing uh. in that business plan happened. And so we, you have to pivot and that's an important lesson in life. Um, 
And so now I'm proud to have this book out there. Uh, ultimately, I share all of that. And, and then as I'm diving into longevity, the kind of latter part of the book shares longevity tips and tricks that I'm uh, gleaning from this kind of, for me at the time, new world. In the middle of all that, right? So there's, you know, are you going to be a carbon nanomaterial scientist? I don't think so. Are you going to be a supplement longevity expert who's written a book? I don't think so. Uh, and then the next one is, are you going to have hosted a longevity sup, uh, a summit? So I, I kind of framed the question this way. Susan, if you had come to me six, even six months ago, maybe at seven and said, Chris, you're going you're gonna to host a longevity summit. You're going to interview 55 experts in longevity, who, by the way, I, don't, I didn't know at the time. Yeah. And three of those experts are going to include the biggest names in biohacking and longevity that really exist, right? Mm -hmm. and, and let me kind of run those down. The first is Dave Asprey. And, and, and a lot yeah. of your audience may not have heard of him, but they've probably heard of Bulletproof Coffee, right? It's a great coffee recipe with ghee and MCT. By the way, we have an MCT product. I use that in my coffee every day. Um, uh -huh. Bulletproof coffee. And he's actually the founder of just the phrase biohacking, right? So oh, for sure. Yeah. The founder guy. So I interviewed him. Yep. Um, or you're telling me, Chris, you got to interview him. You also have to interview Ben Greenfield. He's a little bit lesser known, but if you're in the biohacking and longevity community, he's extremely well known and just a powerhouse and wealth mm. of knowledge. Uh, and then- Dr. Stephen Gundry. Um, mm -hmm. Dr. Stephen Gundry is amazing. He's a four-time New York Times bestseller. Um, yep. He's a former practicing pediatric thoracic heart surgeon, right? That's mm -hmm. the kind of career you don't leave, right? Frankly, because it's, it's just so lucrative. You don't leave that career. And he left that career to deliver even more value. I mean, you're doing heart surgeon yep. surgery on children, and he mm -hmm. found a way to deliver more value than that. Um, if you had told me 55 experts, including those three, I would have said, you know, Susan, the reality is I like to set myself up for success, not failure. Yeah, I don't right. know how I would accomplish that. And yet yeah. here I am on the backside of it. I've accomplished it. It's actually going live February 26th through March 3rd. Um, and, and that's why I'm back on your show. One, I want to share yeah. some of the stuff that the longevity experts shared with me. Um, and, and then ultimately, if anybody's interested in the book, I've got a charity component, uh, to purchasing the book. So that's really exciting. Um, but yeah, that's kind of the long and short of how, how we re reconnected. Yeah. Yeah. Oh no, exactly. Exactly. Boy, you've worn me out. From <laughs> <laughs> your, your audience may hear I, I, my throat is a little, I don't know, crusty or whatever. Gotcha. I had to have some phlegm in my lungs. No, crazy okay. thing. I think this is because of my product. It hasn't slowed me down. I trained this morning. I trained all last week. I've, wow. I was on 12 podcasts last week. So <gasps> oh my God. You know, it's a it's a lot. Um, and it sounds horrible, but um, but yeah, it's uh it's still here. I don't know what's going on. So I I might mute yeah. myself. You might well that that yeah, that could also be from being on 12 podcasts. And it, talking, it is a little tiring. Yeah, I yeah. Well, it is I, for your vocal cords, right? I, I would yeah. hope that that it would help bring up phlegm from my lungs and just get it out of my system. Um, but it, it hasn't done that yet, so you know, we'll get there. Yeah, I'll survive. Steam, I think, is one of the best things. 
those humidifier things. Yeah, yeah. I do I do take really hot showers in the morning, like, you know, because in the morning you're mm-hmm. going to try and bring up as much as you can so you can mm-hmm. make it through the day. Um, right. But that's that is where where I'm at now. Oh, okay. <laughs> so, that's so, so I, much in such a short amount of time. Yeah. So I've got um I've got some like tips and tricks from longevity okay. experts and shocking surprises and and those types of things. Uh-huh. Again, it's free. You just need to give your name and your email, and there'll be a link in the show notes. Um, okay. But one of the things that I think really stood out for me, and I'm going to put this in this perspective. Um, let me let kind of lay the groundwork first. So as I tell people about the original study, right, where test subjects given my molecule, a lab, my molecule provided, um, I mean, my, my lab provided the molecule to the researchers were mentioned in the mm-hmm. peer reviewed published study. And those test subjects in this case, Wistar rats lived 90% longer. I typically get two responses. Uh, the first one is if they're a New Yorker, they were like, why would we want a rat to live longer? Chris, you need to bury this research. Make sure no one ever sees this research. You are an evil, bad person. And I want to stop talking. <laughs> um, <laughs> the, other, the other response is, why would I want to live longer? Right? They say, at least say, right. hey, you're going to probably oh, yeah. move this into the house. Why would I want to live longer? And I'll be honest, it surprised me in the beginning because I've always just had a target of 125, 125 as my goal. Um, okay. But then I realized that people aren't hearing the question, do you want to live longer, right? What they're hearing is, because we can't s- separate living infirmed and debilitated from mm-hmm. living longer, right. right? We really cannot right. separate those things in our minds. And so when I changed the question and I was like, Susan, so if you had the same mental capacity you had, you have today, and you have the same mm-hmm. mental capacity that you have today, would you then be interested in living longer? And and universally, almost everyone changes their mind. They're like, well, that <laughs> I'm interested in. The other <laughs> thing, just living longer or living longer in a debilitated state, that I'm not as interested in living in 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 in, in you know kind of extending right. my life, and that that <clears throat> let's call that um, an infectious mindset, right? Because I think I think it's kind of diseased from the perspective of where we are moving. We're like we're in the middle of a of a, a longevity revolution. There's a quantum shift in what the medical community is thinking about aging and living longer and living healthier, and so. I asked every one of the experts on this summit, so 55 experts, how long do you want to live and how long can humans live? And surprisingly, only three of the experts gave the same number. Now think about that. If you believe that humans can live to a a number that was thrown out regularly was 120, because we have Jean Clement, she's the oldest uh, Mm. reported human. She lived to about 122 um, uh-huh. So a lot of people said that humans can live to 120, but didn't say they wanted to live to 120. Right. And I think right. the reason is they're still not able, even longevity experts who are kind of wrapped up in this yeah. quantum yeah. shift in longevity and, and how the medical community thinks about living longer, even they don't separate living infirmed and debilitated from actually aging. And so mm-hmm. I, I found that to be a really fascinating aspect um, 
that surprised, like it really surprised me that that was, um, that when I, in hindsight, kind of went back and looked at that piece of data. Yeah. Yeah. No, that's, that's interesting. That is very interesting. Yeah. Um, I, and, and we can do a quick little quiz. My like, personal, yeah, yeah. I was going to say What's my personal? personal view. Okay. Two things. One is, and I hate to say this, but I think the world is going in the wrong direction, mm-hmm. period. I mean, we don't, I'm not even going to get into the details. I mean, I just think that overall, this is not, this is not looking good right now. <laughs> yep. I'm not sure I want to live a whole hell of a lot longer <laughs> if that's the way it's going to go. I mean, and, and I'm living in a pretty good place. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Um, so that, that's number one. Right, which has nothing to do with health. physical health. Right, with health. It has and, more to do with mental health, right? <laughs> and emotional and the, health. And the challenges therein, yes. Yes. So without that, we'll take that off the off the thing for the time being. Um <clears throat> I would I wouldn't mind living to into my nineties and and maybe get up to 100 but i don't i'm not really that excited about like 120 it doesn't you know when i think about that doesn't get me all excited excited yeah know? yeah and then how um, long do you think humans but, can live how long i'm sorry say that again do you think humans can live <clears throat> i think that i think that 100 or 120 is is probably very possible you know yep yeah you know i just um i mean personally um i am kind of on the on the <laughs> i was gonna say cliff but i won't go there um <laughs> on you know this this thing of of my brain just not working as well as it did even like 10 years ago and that can be terrifying right like that's it's very it's various but yeah yeah it's very upsetting. It's gotten a little bit better just recently, but um, but we can talk about that, you know, after after we get off. <laughs> yeah, a number um, of the experts yeah. that I sorry to interject here, but a number uh-huh. of the experts yeah. um, addressed Alzheimer's, addressed dementia, mm-hmm. uh, addressed mm-hmm. protocols that do address Alzheimer's and dementia. And I'm not mm-hmm. suggesting that's where you're at. I'm suggesting that's one of the things that we're really afraid of, and I, uh-huh. I think rightly so, right? We don't uh-huh. want to be. And yeah. The reality is, is if it's severe enough, the 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 person suffering right. from the disease doesn't even know what's going on, right? It, yeah. You just don't want to be a burden to the people around you and to cause yeah. kind of this um, emotional stress. Yep. Um, mm-hmm. But yeah, that's the reason I included some Alzheimer's experts on uh-huh. on the longevity summit, right? Because uh-huh. that is a yeah. that we and, and we certainly want to address that. Like, I think yeah. The, the worst question you could ask is how long do you want to live with severe Alzheimer's? And a lot of people were like, I don't, that doesn't sound interesting at all. A day right? and a half, a day yeah, and a half. Yeah. <laughs> maybe, maybe, I don't know time enough for people to say goodbye to me that I won't remember. And then like, yeah, right. Done, exactly. Right? Yeah. Yeah. So, so that's why mm-hmm. I wanted to include, uh, you know, Alzheimer's and dementia experts on, on the longevity mm-hmm. summit. Now, is yeah. it possible for you to visualize a 120 in your current state, right? Because I know what's happening is you're saying, well, well I'm here, right? Mm. And, I, and I've sensed a decline over whatever, we'll mm. say the last 10 years relative to mm. where you are today. 
and you're picturing that line continuing. Mm -hmm. But if that line stopped declining mm -hmm. and mentally, would you then be like, you mm -hmm. know, 120, they're like just another 20 years of doing what you're doing today with mm -hmm. the same capacity physically and mentally. Is that interesting? Hmm. <laughs> Maybe. My first thought is, yeah, yeah. I don't know. <laughs> so, so then what is it that you could do that could reinvigorate yeah. that excitement? Get my brain back to where it was 10 or 15 years ago. So 10 years ago. So yeah, that's what, yeah, that's exactly there. two things. That's exactly what the summit is about, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Kind of, kind of aging gracefully, right? And actually mm -hmm. improving and, and working towards improvements. Yeah. Changing the mindset about aging, right? So that mental decline and physical decline do not have to be part of aging, right? And, and, and then providing tips, tools, and tricks so that you mm -hmm. can actually accomplish that. Uh, so that yeah. we can then have this kind of quantum shift in, wait a minute, if I, if my mental capacity was 10 years ago, and actually when I was originally thinking about writing a book, mm -hmm. it was going to be about in reinventing yourself as oh. if you live forever, as if you were going to live forever, because what mm -hmm. happens if you do, right? Like if you're yeah. not satisfied enough with what you're doing today to do it yeah. for another 40 years, then what is it that you're doing to change what you're doing today? Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, exactly, so exactly. Enjoy it. And I actually, and I, I actually have a book by somebody else called "Reinventing Yourself." Oh yeah, no, it's a, uh, it's yeah. a topic that I I may come back to because I think it's really powerful, and I think the the mm -hmm. concept behind living a lot longer. Of course, for mm -hmm. me, it's born out of you know the test subjects given my product live ninety percent longer than the control group. Yeah. The average human lives 90% longer. The average human lives to 152. That's not the oldest. Huh? That's the average, right? No, no, no. right? Wow. So there's a bell curve yeah. around 152. Outliers are going to be, you know, in the 70s, 170s, maybe even into the 180s. So, okay. so these are things like, so now, like this might even be terrifying for you. Let me, no, let me suggest- is. You got another hundred years, not just another 20 years. Oh no. Oh what, no. See? And what would you <laughs> and, and this is where we've got to be thinking? Because yeah. I'll share this. Every one of the longevity experts, of course, I asked the previous question, but I also go asked, give me three, two to three tips, mindsets, habits. Mm -hmm. Let's call them shortcuts, because mm -hmm. everybody mm -hmm. likes shortcuts for yeah, longevity right. and a longer health span that you would share. And then we aggregated all the data, right? And they all uh -huh. had different things. But 33% of them said sleep. 52% of them said exercise. 52% mm -hmm. of them said diet. Remember, I only asked for two or three. So it's not that everyone, anyone said diet was bad. It's just like 52% right, of it them. It just wasn't the top. Yeah. Top was top, yep. Mm -hmm. 46 said mindset. And, and, I, and I gotta be honest, when I first mm -hmm. saw that number, 33% yeah. said sleep. 46%, is that right? 46? Yeah. 46% said mindset. I was like, I think maybe they got this wrong oh, because we no. know how important sleep is. Sleep yeah. is good for your physical, mental, and emotional yeah. well-being. Oh no yeah. I, I can attest to that. That that's what started me on the downward slope. That's a whole nother, whole nother discussion. Yeah. And 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 what sent me down actually again fairly knowledgeable on sleep because our most consistent testimonial is people take our product in the morning. 
They report mental mm-hmm. focus and energy during the day and then better uh-huh. sleep at night, right? Uh-huh. So that better sleep okay. is great, again, for your yeah. physical, mental, and emotional yeah. well-being. Yeah. So, so I was like, maybe they got this wrong. And then another kind of actually one of the stories, and I won't get into the story, but it was from Dr. Gundry uh, talking mm-hmm. about one of his patients. He still sees patients six days a week. Like the guy just I keeps- I know, working. isn't he amazing? Yeah. 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 He loves yeah. what he does. And yeah. why not? Like you're delivering so much value to so many people, but that story, and you, you can tune into the, to the uh, summit to get uh-huh. that story was about mindset. And so if you don't have the mindset, let's say your sleep is messed up, but you don't have the mindset to buckle down and do, you know, there's kind of three basic things that you can do. Go to sleep, sleep at exactly the same time every day, wake up at exactly the same time every day, make sure that those times give you seven and a half to nine hours of sleep opportunity. So Mm -hmm. if you're not willing, if you're struggling with sleep and you're not willing, you Mm -hmm. don't have the mindset to make that Mm -hmm. non-negotiable, to put away your device before you Mm -hmm. get in bed, to, um, if you're going to take naps, by the way, naps are amazing and you should be taking naps, but they need to be 20 minutes before four, right? Never take a nap after four. If you're not willing to do, if you don't have the mindset to do these things, your sleep's not going to improve. If you don't have the mindset to to start moving, so let's say you're a pretty couch potato-ish and you really need to go for a walk. Let's do some movement first. You really need to plan or or have a vision of someday getting to actual exercise, right? Where you're doing some resistance training, where you're doing some VO2 max training. But mm-hmm. if you're not moving, you got to have the mindset, I'm at least going to move. And if that's just a five-minute walk every day, start there. Right. Because a five minute walk every day is better than a 35 minute walk once a week. Every day is better. And then if you get out and if you find that extending it to 15 minutes causes you to not do it, don't extend it. Keep it short. Better to do shorter and do something every day than to do longer and have that be something that's a hindrance. By the way, I have an experience. Like I always used to run three miles and three miles caused me to run only two or three times a week. And now I backed it down to two and I run every day, right? Like I run yeah. five days or not every day, five days a week. I'm either running uh-huh. resistance training. And ironically, yeah. by reducing it, I'm doing myself a lot of a big favor. Oh yeah. And then the final one is diet. Like this is obvious. If you're not willing to give up those things that are not good for you. So mindset, I think, I think the experts did get it wrong. That mindset is actually more important. Ah, okay. Okay. Well, yeah, because all those things you talked about are all part of your mindset. And if you don't have the mindset to make the changes that you need to on the things that are important, exercise, nutrition, then you're just Mm -hmm. not going to make that progress. And there's things that you can do for mindset. You can kind of recognize that you don't have that motivation. And there's books that you can find. There's podcasts that you can find. There's, you know, find a group, you know, one of the things that is mentioned, 15% of them mentioned socialization. I think it's a highly underrated. I mean, the data is really clear. The better your friend peer group is, peer group of friends, um, the mm-hmm. longer you live. Like that's that's just, a, and you know, yeah. it's, it, it gets a lot harder as you get older because people do yeah. end up dying. And But you really should be very um, flexible and repl- like, it sounds horrible, but in replacing the friends who do pass. Right. Yeah. So that you yeah. still have that friend group and maybe they get younger and younger. You have to imagine that John Clement, when she died at 122, 
the people that she was hanging out with probably even weren't in her hundreds were 20 plus years younger than her. Oh yeah. Yeah. Oh no, I'm sure. I'm sure. And, and the other thing that happens as well is, um, and I think part of this, unfortunately, um, at least around her is, is from COVID, right? Which is that every, everything shut down and people stopped seeing the people that they normally would see. Yeah. Right. And if they got to a, to a, an age where they retired because they didn't want to do whatever it was they were doing anymore. And they, they could finally stop. Right. right. And they had um, that push, the COVID push. Right. Yes. And it's like, there was no place to, to keep talking to the people you were talking to yeah. or talking to anybody. And I know a number of people who, you know, just their circle just got smaller and smaller and smaller. And there's only like one or two people that they, they talk to. Yep. And that, that affects you, whether you realize it or not. Yeah. Well, and know. the data is very clear. Again, yeah. the bigger your peer your friend cohort group, or whatever. Yeah. Yep. The, 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 the longer you live. Right. Mm-hmm. Cause you have yeah. something that excites you to wake up and share information and, you know, help oh, yeah. people and, you know, have go, go about different activities together. Like this is, mm-hmm. this is joy, right? Sherry. Yeah. Is all- it almost doesn't happen until you share it. You know, maybe people are oversharing on social media, but that's a different, yeah, a different yeah, thing. Yeah. Um, no, but, no, that's, that, that's why I love doing my podcast. Yep. That's why, you know, everyone's like, well, why aren't you making money off of it? Da, 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 da. It's like, well, not really. Cause I love doing the podcast. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Love having conversations you know? with people yeah, around the I world. I love talking to people. I love finding out about people. I've always been that way, you know? I mean, I'm hanging out somewhere just in the, in the supermarket line. And there's something about me that people will just start talking to me. Yeah. And it's like, that's okay. You know, drives my husband crazy, but for me, it's okay. (laughs) I think it's better than okay. I think, I think that's awesome. I'm the one who's typically starting up conversations because I like, Uh I like that connection as well. Yeah. 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 Exactly. Exactly. Maybe you can teach a class on how, how to attract conversations. God, I wish I knew I would bottle it. Yeah. You know? Yeah. I'm really, I don't know. I guess because I just, well, some people are like, you know, oh no, I don't want to, I don't want anybody near me. I don't want to talk to anybody. Body language. Yeah. Yeah. And I certainly don't have, have that. So, but anyways, well, maybe that's a good point to, to kind of talk about the um, summit and, And um, we will put the links into, I'll put the links into the um, <clears throat> show notes. Yeah. yeah. And, um, and if I get around to it, I will uh, also put it at the bottom of the things. Although needless to say, if you're listening to this, you're going to have to go to the show notes anyways, yeah. because you're not, not going to be seeing the video. So yeah. there you go. Well, and the link is, <laughs> the link is also fairly long. So the show yeah. notes will be the easiest way to get it. Um, mm-hmm. and, and again, it's free. Yeah. It's uh, from March yeah. 26 until, sorry, February 26. So this yeah. month, February 26 until March 3rd. Um, yeah. The format is seven to eight videos are released every day. So you have access. It's just a list. Hey, I want to watch this one and this one. And you watch them or you watch all of them. I yeah. highly recommend all of them because they're amazing. Uh, certainly hit the, the keynotes. I'm going to share one other interesting uh, keynote uh-huh. speaker. 
His name is Sergey Young. He wrote a book, The Science and Technology of Growing Young. And he's an investor in longevity technologies and companies oh, that are doing longevity work, right? So, hey, you hear the phrase, put your money where your mouth is. Like yeah. he's actually putting his money where his mind and mouth say it should go. And so uh -huh. that was a fascinating interview. He's a guy who hangs out with Elon Musk. He hangs out with um, uh, Tony Robbins. There's a guy named Peter Diamantes who is oh, with yeah. XPRIZE, created XPRIZE and actually recently yeah, created- the Bay Area, yeah. Yep, the biggest X prize, which is the Healthspan X prize for one hundred and one million dollars, uh, which is fantastic. So I got to interview him, and he's an amazing. Wow! Guy. So you get the the keynote speakers, and then you get all of the other experts in longevity in kind of very specific areas. Um, and some is aesthetic. So we we have mm -hmm. a, a couple of conversations about hair, like managing hair loss and and regrowing mm -hmm. hair. Um, uh, and yeah. technologies behind that. Um, mm -hmm. We have technology about autoimmune disease, right? As you age, autoimmune disease uh, wow. conditions tend to increase. And so we want to address that. Um, a cancer, a cancer physician and, and how to address that. And he's actually got patents associated with it. So a really kind of big wig in the, mm -hmm. in the patent uh, area. Mm -hmm. So uh, it's really fascinating, great conversations. I did yeah. at least an hour of research for each person, by the oh, way, I every second of that hour, right? Yeah. And then um, for the ones who had more content out there, like Dave Asprey, Ben Greenfield, Dr. Stephen Gundry, um, Sergey Young, I did three hours. And there's a, a to Dr. Tom O'Brien who wrote the oh, book yeah. Autoimmune Fix. Yeah. So yep. I got to interview yep. I have, him. I have all those. Yeah. Yeah. So he, so, um, so you get access to all of that content. And then, you know, if you're, can't watch a video on a certain day and you just want access to all the videos, it's only hundred, it's only 99 bucks. Uh, and you have kind of, uh, unending access or yes. access to all of those. I think, yeah. I think it does have to wait until, uh, February 26th, but once the, yeah, yeah. Usually. Yeah. Summit yeah, is over, yeah. then you'll have access to all those videos. Yeah. yeah. So, and, like, and, and like my husband always I always drive me crazy because I a whole shitload of these yeah. things. Yeah, no, it's it's a lot. It's forty five yeah. plus hours of longevity yeah. content and great stories yeah. and yeah. solutions. And, and you don't want to listen to it all at one time because you're not going to get as much out of it. You need to really concentrate and listen yeah. and 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 apply things. Yeah, and you can't apply all of it at the same time. That's that's. I, mean, I very guess you true. could, but I guess maybe if you're retired, yeah. <laughs> it's it's it would be a lot of work for sure so that's it and it's in it's in the show notes um if they're yep. interested in the book right so mm -hmm. we've made well first let's talk about the product if they're interested in trying the product yeah. responsible for the single longest longevity experimental results in history uh so that's my vital c the molecules ess60 in olive oil we've got a link for your audience and that's myvitalc.com forward slash HTA 50, right? So that's healthy tips uh -huh. after 50. So HTA 50. Um, five oh. yep. no, that's, that's five zero. Yeah. <laughs> and, and, and that same HTA five zero HTA 50 uh -huh. will is a coupon code that they can use for $15 off of their initial purchase. Now, when they uh -huh. land on that page, myvitalc.com forward slash HTA 50, when they land on that page, they'll find our product. We, we sell three oils 
uh, olive oil, mm. avocado oil, and MCT oil. And people are like, well, which one should I start with? You should start with the olive oil. And we say that for two reasons. Mm. One, we're a research-based organization and all the research is on the ESS60 molecule in olive oil. So that's why you should start there. Two, we can actually get more of the ESS60 molecule to dissolve in oh, olive oil than avocado or MCT. So that's huh. the highest okay. concentration and uh -huh. it's where all the research is. Now, when you're there, if you're interested in the book, and I, I hope you are, the book is 20, it's on Amazon if you want it. Uh, if you want a signed copy, you do have to get that from our website. And we have a nice okay. security aspect of signed copies. So on our website, okay. you can buy the book for $20. You can uh -huh. get a signature from me for $10 or from both of the authors for $15. 100% of that signature fee. So the $10, if it's just me, the $15, if it's Dr. Jerome Corsi and myself signing the book, 100% mm -hmm. of that goes to OUR, Operation Underground Railroad. They uh, are, they remember the movie, The Sound of Freedom. It just came out recently and it deals with underground child sex trafficking, something we obviously want to get rid of. Um, oh, and yeah. so 100% of the signature fee goes to Operation Underground Railroad. We've already made some donations. It's exciting to be supporting that organization. Uh, and hey, this little bit of effort of signing it, you get a great signed copy and Operation yeah. Underground Railroad gets uh, another donation. Wow. Yeah. We're excited about that. Um, and I and I think that's it. There'll be, a, again, there'll be a link for the summit in the couple show. Couple links. Yeah, yeah, a couple links. So that's, sure. I'm, I'm excited. For sure. Yeah, yeah, so am I. So am I. I'm, I'm, I'm excited to help. In, yeah. Thank in you any so way. much for having me so, back. And, um, oh, yeah. and, and like I said, we'll, we'll get you some product if you're interested. Yeah. We'll talk about that when we get off. Yes. <laughs> we'll make that happen. Okay. Well, let me just, just close like I always do. And it's been so long since I did one of these after I'm trying to remember what I always say. <gasps> um, this is not to be seen as health advice. Um, and if you are having any problems, please go and see your own or some other doctor to help you. And with that, I will say goodbye and I will see everybody next week. <laughs>